0: The Death Star, that thing's operational. Dr. Ben, now might be a really good time for you to get angry. That's my secret, Captain. I'm always angry. Hello and welcome to episode 105 of the Usual Podcast, the podcast where we discuss Star Wars The Old Republic, the Star Wars franchise, and geek and pop culture. I'm your host Marshall, and with me as always is my co-host Will. Say what up, bro
1: comic-con
0: i know dude i'm so pumped i have so much to do still it's ridiculous
1: (laughs) Dude, i am so far behind on preparations it's it yeah two days
0: i know we'll talk more about it later in the show but honestly like prepping for this thing it's like i saw something online today i thought was kind of funny actually someone said uh i need a vacation and then somebody replied but you're going to san diego and they're like there's so much, it's so much work. <laughs> it's so much work to go to Comic-Con, dude. It's crazy. It is. I mean, we'll just go into Comic-Con alone, but then as press, it's a whole other beast. Well, and that's something I want to talk about um, later in the show, too. But yeah, that's a whole different deal. And I've this is the first time we've officially been pressed. I've been pressed before with another outlet, but I never got all this madness. But we'll talk about it later. But let's talk about what we're drinking, do some slow tour. And um, this is going to be a quick show, uh, which is... I think, good, because I still have stuff to do, and I want to get this show out tomorrow. We're recording on a a Monday afternoon. Both of us, I think, have the house to ourselves, which is kind of nice, right?
1: Yeah, except for my cat, which
0: is all over the place. Well, that's why I keep mine outside. Anyway, so we're just sitting here enjoying our usual frosty beverages. What you got, buddy?
1: Uh, Well, today I'm drinking a nice frosty Diet Pepsi. Um, But yesterday when we were going to record, I cracked open a big... uh, a uh, 22 ounce of Bud Light, and uh, yeah, that's gone.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, let's talk about yesterday real quick. Well, I'm drinking a little something something mail, uh, which is from Lagunitas Brewing Company, Petaluma, a couple hours south of me, which I've had on the show many times. My new usual, especially when it's on sh- on sale. Um, but yeah, yesterday was kind of a cluster. We tried to record. You were having issues. Um, we just got and then of course twitch of all things was having issues so we couldn't broadcast it so we're like well you know what let's just do it when when we can do it and we'll do it today so here we are and that's what we did all right man so before we get started if you have comments or questions you can find us at the usual email us at the usual at gmail.com and find us on facebook google plus pinterest instagram twitch and youtube i am at darth pops on twitter and will is at i'm will griggs we're also on iTunes, Stitch Radio, and Google Play, so give us the time, uh, positive ratings, and all that kind of stuff. And uh, like us and share us when you see us. It's nice. Um, and we do have the timestamps in the show notes. If you're not a SWOTOR fan, we're not going to spend a lot of time on, on anything this week, to be honest. Um, we're going to kind of buzz through. We actually did miss last week because I was out of town. Um, so basically, we're going to pop through some of the latest uh, SWOTOR news and then get to some pretty cool announcements from D23 for Star Wars and then mostly talk about Sanio Diego Comic-Con um, in the last part of the show and some other pop culture things so it should be fairly quick uh, but thanks to everybody who is in the chat room uh, and uh, we'll do our best to keep an eye on that so what do you think buddy? you ready? I'm ready cool I will play the bumper hold please you want to fight?
1: I'm ready you do not have to stand against me Instead, I will share all of this with you, if you will only
0: on. Oh man, I am glad to be back. <laughs> uh, you know, I, as much as taking a week off is kind of nice sometimes, I really do like, uh, I do like doing this every week. So I'm glad to be back behind the mic, dude. Um, so yeah, we usually just start with trailer time for our patrons. We're not going to do that this week. Um, a trailer just popped up before we started recording too. I think it's the uh, Blade Runner one. Um, so we'll check that out when we get back. Um and uh yeah, we're just trying to get something out quickly before uh Comic Con since we missed last week. So that's our plan this week. So community yeah, yeah. go ahead. Go ahead. Oh
1: jeez, dude, you're cutting me off already. Go ahead, bro. Go ahead. I was gonna say that the uh, trailer time's actually become one of our more popular segments, so uh it'll be nice when we get back to that.
0: Yeah, and next week I think well not next week, when we record next, uh because I bet here's what's probably gonna happen. We will have some interviews we're going to record at comic-con we're also going to uh record our pucked cantina which i'm going to talk about here in just a second um so that'll probably be our next show and then we record next um we'll do a huge trailer time with anything from San Diego comic-con um and uh any of the latest ones that we missed uh last week or this coming week so um but we are going to talk about the latest the the thing from last jedi so we'll talk about that today too
1: I actually still haven't watched it, so I can't wait till we watch that.
0: Yeah, we're going to watch it together. We'll get Will's first reactions. I've only w- seen it once, and I was going to watch it a couple more times, so we'll just watch it uh, when we get to it. So let's um, let's start with our Cantina stuff, um, because that has to do a lot with SWOTOR, mostly because a lot of the friends that come to that are SWOTOR players, podcasters, or friends we've met through the game. Um, and by the time you listen to this, it will should be out tomorrow. Uh, Saturday is our Puck Cantina. We're hoping to periscope that um or some sort of stream uh so that people can watch it from afar i'm working on trying to figure out a raffle for people who are watching but i don't know if i can figure that out but we are definitely going to have most of us will have our our t-shirts on um we'll have a raffle for people who show up game codes for everybody um and i've got some merch from um from my wife's shop some cool star wars socks i'm gonna raffle off so yeah um, I
1: i think the the easiest way is we should just uh Bring a laptop and we'll Twitch the event, and uh, that way we have a chat uh, room all set to go.
0: Yeah, my only worry with that is the Wi-Fi issue. So we'll have to—I I might have to message uh, the lady that I'm talking to about the event just to see. Because did we have Wi-Fi last time? I don't think we did.
1: Uh, I don't remember, but we can always hotspot it from somebody's phone.
0: Yeah, we'll figure something out. So we're still working out the details, but we'll be there Saturday night, starting around five. The podcast will probably start around five thirty or six. And hopefully Darren DePaul shows up again, but Jesse and Devin and hopefully Master Lou, he can show up, and all of our other friends. Uh, Elise is coming from out of town also, which is going to be awesome. I've never met her in the reel. And a bunch of returning people from last time, like Swilter Steve and stuff. So um, it's going to be great. I cannot wait. Absolutely cannot wait. Yeah, it's um, going
1: to be a fun event.
0: Yeah, so the one thing I want to say, too, is Mox, one of our friends from the guild, just... Uh, all around awesome dude. I've been messaging him a lot this week, just thanking him for everything he's done for us. Um, not only did he come up with a design for the pucked t-shirt, which you can still get. We have a link in the show notes for that. Um, and it's in ladies' sizes. Uh, but I just want to thank him for putting up the graphic, um, that I've been posting online, uh, uh, you know, like a flyer for the event. So, Mox, he he spends his time helping out people in the community. I just want to give him a lot of love at the top of the show. Um, thanks, Mox, for all you do for us, man.
1: Yeah, thanks, Mox. I really appreciate uh, everything with your work on the T-shirt, and uh it's always good to see you.
0: Yeah, so I I told him I said, dude, you've been so nice and helpful. Can you please just come to San Diego next year so I can buy you a beverage? It doesn't have to be a beer, but you know, let me let me get you something, man. You know, <laughs> nice. So he said maybe, and I said, no, he said, I'll try. And I sent him a meme about do or do not. So he walked into that one. But um, of course he did. Of course he did. So anyway, anything else you want to say about puck before we move on? Uh, No, I just can't wait. It's going to be a good time. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Um, Speaking of people who are part of a podcast, uh, Passionately Casual podcast, that's Jesse, uh, Sakari, and JT, and Mox in the background. Um, They just celebrated. Basically, they hit their two-year mark. So congrats to those guys.
1: Yeah, congratulations! They do they do excellent work.
0: Yeah, and I just I just love their shows. They always have great interviews. They've interviewed Mark Thompson and the people from Extra Life before. They they just they're just really and it's kind of nice. Uh, Jesse kind of gushes about how the sto- uh how how they got going. I just think it was it was a really cool story. So definitely check out their latest uh, show. You want to take the next one.
1: Yeah, uh, one of our earliest uh, supporters and a great friend of the show and sometimes guest host, uh, John Skeen is celebrating his birthday today, so I want to give a big shout out to him.
0: Yeah, happy birthday, Skeen, and thanks for you're, – you're an early adopter, man. You're like one of the – I think you might be the first person to be like, hey, I like what you're doing. Can I give you money for that when we started Patreon and stuff? um and just helping us out i just think uh you're just a great guy thanks for subbing in for will those times and we'll have you back on soon and definitely i told him next year he's got to come to san diego
1: oh absolutely he and zeke have got to make a trip out exactly all right man so what'd you do a game this week i finally crossed something off my summer list
0: and i started playing kotet <laughs> you have a summer list <laughs> I, I can't I, believe it. it's been almost a year, dude. Kotet? I 60? hate you so much. <laughs>
1: um, yeah, okay. So you know, there's nine chapters to Kotet. I got into chapter nine, and for some reason, I cannot beat Valen's spirit.
0: Well, I think you just uh, need a DPS harder, honestly.
1: Pretty much. So I'm, I'm gonna. You know, uh, I think I might bring out a different companion that's a little bit more powerful because um, I think the companion I have with me right. In, oh no, because you have to do it with Senya, and yeah no i i really
0: don't know i or or just level up or level that companion um and maybe set him as a tank or a healer um if you set him as a tank uh depends on what your class is you might be able to self-heal and then um they'll take the brunt of it and then you just dps them i would try them all
1: yeah i'll I'll try a few different things
0: but i'm glad you get it done man Do you like the story
1: uh, I do. I I, I like the story. Um, I thought the the weird in chapter eight, the fight where you f- take out Valen, I thought that was easier than the Arkan fight.
0: Yeah, there's some definitely some, um, uh, I guess, difficulty disparities. I guess is the best way to say it. Um, well,
1: it's also the mechanics are different too because in the Arkan fight, you're by yourself and you have mechanics so you absolutely have to follow.
0: Right, right.
1: But in this fight, it's like you've got all of your companions there and. You don't have to do anything It's just the tank and swing.
0: right. um well, good luck, dude. Let me know when you finish it. you'll get it i I know you will. I
1: did I did love the puzzle chapters though
0: the one where you the ones where you like you've got to go around and
1: make sure you click the things in the room you had you know,
0: Oh yeah, like, I figured you'd I, like that.
1: <laughs> those I love those
0: Cool man. um yeah, so what I do this week? Uh, basically all I did was walk. I was out of town, like I said, I was at Disneyland. I'll talk about that later um and did a little trip with my family. Uh, which was great. Uh, so when I got back, I was, uh, in time for Wog and we did Tithe and the Twins. Um, and we got the Twins down and that's the brand new bosses in 5.3, uh, which was a lot of fun. The fight is actually, I think that fight's a little easier than the Tithe fight. Um, it's just a little bit, I don't want to spoil anything. It's, it's, it, the mechanics are interesting. Um, but the fight itself wasn't terribly difficult, but, um, I really liked the fight. There was some new stuff that you, you don't see. <laughs> that you haven't seen yet, which is pretty, which is pretty cool. I can't wait for you to try it. You got to actually yeah, do I mean, log for once, huh?
1: Yeah. well, it's, it's definitely a little bit different because you're dealing with a dual boss system and, uh, as opposed to just a single boss. And yeah, it is kind of funny because when you guys were walking is when I was doing my COTET, uh, stuff. And, uh, of course you had to, you know, put in blame, will hashtag yeah. blame will in the chat. Yeah,
0: that happens. And so
1: I think that's, I think that's going to be our next, uh, a usual podcast shirt we'll put up for sale on teespring and it'll just be a a a plain shirt that just says hashtag blame well
0: yeah and then on the back can it say hashtag dead weight maybe because remember that one (laughs) <laughs> that's yeah. an old school callback. <laughs> anyway, man. Uh, but yeah, that was a lot of fun. I really liked that fight. Uh, I can't wait to do it again. I'm sure we'll do that uh, next vlog. Obviously, I'm not going to do it this week. And Elise will be with us and Jesse and everybody else. So the week after next. But I also opened up the Manon stronghold, which I absolutely love. I haven't done too much decorating yet. Uh, but it's a really, really cool stronghold. Really cool.
1: Yeah, I'm about a million credits short of being able to open that up. So, But that's going to be my next thing to do. Um, hopefully, I can get that done tonight. And, uh, because the pictures I've seen look really cool.
0: Yeah. Remind me, um, maybe after work tonight, I'll, I'll just send you the credits for it. So you can open it. It's cool. I have plenty of money.
1: no, I mean, I've got it among my, I just need to transfer for my other tunes. Um, but it's, uh, you got me back on the t-shirt really quick. I think I'm just going to create a wog shirt and it'll have all the, it'll have all the hashtags. It'll say hashtag lava bath, hashtag dead weight, hashtag don't stand in stupid. Nice. (laughs) Hashtag Blame Will.
0: Yeah, Lava Bath would be important, I think. Um, dude, so real quick, I just got a message, and we'll talk about this later in the show. Remind me uh, about that Alpha Kraken party, okay?
1: Oh, okay, absolutely.
0: Yeah, I just got an uh, email about that, uh, which would be cool. I think we can get more people in because uh, we have tickets, and I can get tickets for others maybe. So,
1: well, right. especially especially since Kraken is the official rum of uh, the usual podcast.
0: Well, absolutely. I mean, it couldn't be more fitting, right? I mean, it's like we always drink crack and rum and it's geek and sundry. So huh, win-win, right?
1: Absolutely. All
0: right. So let's, uh, actually make this a quick show because we're rambling, but it's fine. Um, let's get to some, uh, news, uh, for SWOTOR. And really what it comes back down to is, uh, I'm going to run through these really quick, but there's class change feedback, uh, I guess threads set up for 5.3 and 5.4 because they are going to make some more changes in 5.4. So you, if you're a class change person, definitely get in there and give your opinions on the stuff that just happened and the stuff you want to see happening. Um, and I think that's, there's a lot of posts like this, including the one I'm going to talk about right now, which is the GSF discussion. Um, there was friction points changes. There's, was, there was like three or four different ones. I only have the one in here because I think friction points is important because, and I, and I like the way they put it because if you like a piece of content but you have issues it's it's not like oh i hate this i'm gonna quit because i'm still playing it but here's where it can be different and some of the other shows we're talking about you know having a um trying to make it the barrier of entry a little less and stuff like that so i think that's really important
1: yeah absolutely and um um, you know it's so funny with every patch there's as as deep as we go into the game there's stuff that we don't really go deep into like neither one of us go deep into class changes we're not really uh we don't really go in depth on damage per second uh, analyses we don't really go deep into gsf so it's really kind of interesting to to the, the, that considering how deep we kind of go there's still so much more to the game that you can't ever explore
0: right uh, are you calling me a filthy casual because i feel like that's what's happening but that's fine.
1: Uh, I am. At least we fly casual,
0: <laughs> Nice. Hey, uh, so shout out to Skeen and Zen in the chat room. Thanks for joining us, guys. Good to see you. Thank you for supporting the show and hanging out. Any uh, yeah, feedback bir- would be great.
1: boys in the house.
0: Yeah, we, we, you missed your birthday shout out, Skeen. <laughs> uh, but happy birthday, buddy. I'm glad you're in the chat. Hope you're having a good one. Okay, so next we have... Uh, Cartel. Okay. So cartel color crystals and weapon tunings, uh, with legacy weapons. So, you know, how like you could put something in the legacy weapon and then shuffle it off to one of your uh, other alts, right? Um, they're not going to be able to do that with anything that's in the cartel mark or in collections now from the cartel market. Um, there that was basically they would label it an exploit, but they weren't getting people in trouble with it. But now they've changed it because really what it comes down to is you have to pay cartel coins in order to unlock those things. So that's what they want. And they want that, and so they let us go for a long time. And now that they've changed it, weapon tunings are in collections. Now they're just going to keep it, um, keep it there. So I think it makes sense.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, it totally makes sense. I'm you can't fault them for it.
0: Uh, it is a business, after all, right? Um,
1: Absolutely,
0: All right, man. So items missing. And well, and, and, oh, go ahead.
1: And really, on top. Of, sorry, and on top of that, it's not just a, a way for them to make money. It's it's how they they calibrate the in game monetary systems too. Uh, whether it be cartel coins or credits and you know they they do things certain ways so the flow of credits and cartel coins go certain directions
0: yeah absolutely all right man so real quick i guess there was a i haven't bought this yet but i think i'm going to i think it's like 1500 cartel coins it's called the deep water essentials bundle um and that has to do uh, a bunch of decos uh with um manan the Manon stronghold uh, which I think is pretty cool. But there was a post in there about some items missing. So they were clarifying that, but I'm going to check that out. Um, I heard, I heard on another show, there was an aquarium, which I find hilariously redundant. That is
1: hilarious.
0: <laughs> I thought you'd like that.
1: That'd be like having a terrarium
0: available for the Tatooine struggle. Exactly. Um, all right, man. Uh, so there was another maintenance after the 11th, when the patch dropped, um, obviously, to clean up some of the usual bugs and such. And again, we're just glossing. We missed last week, so we're just kind of continuing. Um, and then there's another discussion topic, discussion topics forum. And I think this is kind of the wall of crazy, the new wall of crazy, but like community driven, which I think is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so that's happening. So there's a bunch of forum threads like that. I have a link in the show notes to that one. Um, there were some queues on East Coast servers again, which is shocking. Um, and then. Uh, the big one I want to talk about is, well, two things. Obviously we're going to run through briefly the patch notes on game update 5.3. And I do mean briefly. Um, there's only a couple things I want to mention that are important. And, but the, this post I wanted to add in here because I have a little bit of a beef with Eric and every, almost every email I send him, I'm trying to be like, dude, why, why are you not coming back to San Diego? Uh, he doesn't ever have a good answer, but whatever um but the post uh, that was in the forums was will bioware be at boston comic con in august um the answer the short answer was no um but good news on that is that they will be again at new york comic con so i don't know why they go to new york instead of san diego i i really don't but it is what it is so they'll be at new york comic con again this year so there's that
1: um yeah well it just might be because san diego is like so established now and new york is still really expanding to that that outer limit that it can do. Right. And it's just, you know, it's also a larger, uh, base that you can get to.
0: Right. And I think, um, if I'm not mistaken, Zen's in the chat, I think he has tickets to New York comic con. So maybe we'll have to get him back on the show after that. That'd be a pretty good idea to do after that. Kent, too. Yeah,
1: absolutely. I'm, I'm hoping I can try to go for 2019 or 2018, not 2017. So, uh, um, that would be fun.
0: Yeah. That'd be awesome, man. Okay, so last thing, let's talk about some patch notes. Just a couple things. I promise I won't run through all of them, but there was some cool stuff and some surprising stuff, which you've already kind of talked about the Manon um, Stronghold. Just kind of, it was in, I guess, Keith's initial, like, hey, we're working on a, you know, I guess, a ocean view uh, in that roadmap preview they did. Uh, but then they just kind of sprung on us. I think they were ready for it and they just popped out. Of course, there are a lot of bugs in it and stuff, but, you know, it is what it is. There's a fun one I heard. Hear. There's a fun one I heard about where, like, the instances kind of overlap a bit, and you see other people's companions naked on your side, which I think is awesome. <laughs> and, I, and
1: I really just think that's important. And of course, it's not when we have Mako.
0: No, I mean, well, that would just be a perfect world, dude. And we don't live in that kind of world, you know what I'm saying? I know. <laughs> All right, buddy. So let's, uh, let's take a look. So highlights, obviously, the Manon Stronghold, which is really beautiful, really cool. It's called the Manon Retreat and uh operation boss obviously we talked about that earlier too the twins uh Avela and Esni, uh and that's a really cool operation i did it on friday night which was really a lot of fun uh customization companions lana benico and koth you can now uh dress them up how you like i've i've been hearing some fun stuff about that so you know if you want to dress them up do it now's the time
1: awesome can we does that mean we can put the uh the slave outfit on uh on koth
0: i hope so i really do <laughs> but i doubt but i but i doubt it <laughs> if it still has that male female thing on it we we're going to get a big denial on that but you know look man a man can dream right i know right <laughs> all right so let's uh let me run through a couple of these other ones uh so remember the issue with speeder piloting uh the improved level 4 and 5 that was only working for animal mounts it's working for all mounts now um and the there was the issue with Malavar Quinn and uh, Alara Dorn not unlocking, uh, you know, during the story. And if so, if you miss right. them, you can you can get them at the terminal now. Uh, on your, okay. at the base or whatever, right? Right. Uh, okay, let's see. Really Go ahead. M- yep.
1: Mentioning, yep. mentioning companions, um, the one thing I didn't like about Kotet is that you have to choose between two companions to live or die. Yeah. I didn't like that.
0: Yeah, I... I yeah, I killed some people. I don't really care. My issue, well, you don't. I know. I, I,
1: I, with, the thing I don't like about it is like if you are pure light side, there's no way that you can not say. You know what I mean? I do. There's, I mean, if and but there should. On, and the flip side is like if you're pure dark side, there should be a way you could abandon both.
0: Yeah, here's my issue, man. My issue was more along the lines of when I'm given a companion. I've said this before when I'm giving a, I have to use certain companion for this part of the quest, bump them up on influence a bit, you know, like don't give me if it's a companion I haven't leveled and it's their level 1, then I feel like i I I actually would jump back out and give them companion gifts and stuff, but I don't like having to do that. So, uh just bump them up to like at least 15 or 20 or something just as a base would be nice. That's my yeah, issue. Just
1: a, just a quick bolster during the 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 thing. That's
0: yeah, or at least during that, that would be nice. Yeah. To, for sure. All right, dude. Um, any other beefs now that you're beefing?
1: Yeah, no, that's it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, if something comes up, you just let me know. Uh, I think this is a big one. Galactic stronghold decorations. The UI is updated. Now you can search for stuff, which is about the coolest nice. thing ever. So I'm ready to decorate my Manon stronghold. So having a, a way to search is, is absolutely ideal. So, and you can have up to six strongholds now, which is pretty cool too.
1: Yeah, that is pretty cool. You know, this is going to, this is totally behind the scenes sort of comment here, but can you do me a favor and get
0: your mouse, nope. your mouse nope. cursor
1: off my face?
0: Absolutely not. <laughs> nope. I'm going to leave it on your face and that's just the way where it's going to be. So deal with it. <laughs> Wait, is it still on your face?
1: No, no, no. I'm, I'm on a little bit of a lag on Twitch.
0: Oh, I know what it is. It's your, this is way behind the scenes, but the, uh, your screen cap is behind where my mouse is. <laughs> so I think that's what's that happening.
1: Is- That is
0: funny. But it's fine. I'm not going to change any of it. So moving on. Um, All right. So really quick, uh, Black Talent and s level sync uh, the players to the appropriate level of the flashpoints as intended um, to match the low level of this content. And the CXP consumables have been removed from the bosses. So you can't farm that anymore, guys. Sorry. Um, Uh I know. It's very sad. And otherwise, there's some uprising changes, some items and economy changes. I'm not going to run through all of this stuff. Some bug fixes. That was those the main ones I want to talk about. Oh, this one was hilarious, which I will end on this one, I think. Tanovic has been convinced to put clothes on and will no longer appear naked in the Knights of the Fallen Empire cutscenes. <laughs> I just love that. I, just, I did
1: not know that he was naked yeah, in the cutscenes.
0: I, I just like the way that they uh, you know, refer to it. I just think it's pretty funny. Um and I think that's about it there dude some other bug fixes with some quests and stuff like that but those are the major things that i wanted to highlight from the patch notes dude i'm excited about Manon. i think it's fun i like the new boss so you know overall i'm happy with the patch i know some people that are big class change people are not happy with some of the changes but are you shocked i'm not
1: no there's always a group of people that aren't uh, aren't excited about stuff but uh, uh i i've always liked the the visual of Manon, so i can't wait to open stronghold
0: Yep, indeed. Uh, so, curse around the face issues aside, um, shall we move on to Star Wars here? Uh, let's move on. Sweet. One sec. I'll get the bumper. I was raised to do
1: one thing. But I've got nothing to fight
0: for. all right sweet um i'm gonna let you take the top of this dude because um this is this is what we've been talking about so d23 happened um yes it
1: did and it last weekend.
0: yeah and a lot of cool stuff came out of that man um we'll watch a trailer too here in a couple of minutes uh, that came from the star wars part of it but um, but let's start with this legends thing. What, what, what's this about?
1: Yeah. Well, every year, uh, Disney announces what they call Disney legends and it's basically their, their exclusive hall of fame. Right. And the, the big one this year was, was Carrie Fisher. She got uh, put in uh, for her work in not only in uh, star Wars, but you know, other behind the scenes stuff that she's done for Disney right. and other subsidiaries. Um, but I just wanted to do a quick rundown with uh, highlights of, of uh, most of the big names that got uh, named as a legend. Uh, first one is Clyde Geronimi. Uh, He's been an anima- Well, he was an animator for Disney starting in 1931. Um, oh wow! Being su- yeah, he ended up being supervising director on Sleeping Beauty. Um, and then the one that kind of big, made the big names this weekend, or the big news this weekend, was Whoopi Goldberg.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: Um, was named, and the reason why it was big is her first official acting comment as a disney legend was to urge disney to release song of the south which is oh, wow. been the one movie they say they're never going to release and right so right she's she's pushing for it so that's a good good thing for those of us uh who love the the uh the older historical aspect of why that's important um, yeah absolutely another, uh, yeah another gentleman is manuel gonzalez um he was a penciler starting in 1938 um And he took over the Mickey Mouse comic strip in, for newspapers, and he did that for 40 years.
0: Oh, that's all? No big deal. No big deal. <laughs>
1: um, another, another Star Wars uh, legend that becomes a Disney legend is Mark Hamill. Um, right. Not only was he Luke, but he also does numerous voiceovers, and uh, uh, the primary one he does right now is Miles from Tomorrowland.
0: Right. I forgot he was on that show.
1: Um, and then there's uh, Wayne Jackson, who started as an Imagineer. Uh, he's been an Imagineer since 1965. But prior to that, he was a builder. And he uh, was instrumental in the uh, origins of audio animatronics. And what's really cool is uh, a lot of the uh, the main audio animatronic things that came in 1964 World's Fair, like um, Great Moments of Mr. Lincoln and uh, the dinosaurs in the... Uh, the, the Disneyland ride, it's a small world, all that stuff. Uh, he was put in charge of rebuilding them at the park once they were taken away from New York.
0: Well, that's awesome. So,
1: yeah. So that's cool. Um, these two next to go uh, together, Jack Kirby and Stan Lee, um, yep. both Marvel comics legends, um, Jack Kirby and his first partner, um, created Captain America in 1941, and then Kirby and Lee together uh, created the Avengers, Hulk, Thor, Iron Man, Silver Surfer, Ant-Man, Wasp, Black Panther, S.H.I.E.L.D., and the Inhumans.
0: That's just insane. The body of work from those two guys is just unbelievable.
1: Yeah, it's, it's absolutely unbelievable. Um, and then, unfortunately, uh, someone that we lost this year, Gary Marshall, um, mm-hmm. who was a writer, director, and producer known for Happy Days, Pretty Woman. And then for Disney, he did The Princess Diaries and Hocus Pocus.
0: Oh, he did. Okay, cool. And
1: that's, that's incredible. Plus, you got to remember his uh, his sister is Penny Marshall, who right. also did a lot of work for Disney. Absolutely. Um, the, the, the next two are really cool. I'm going to say this one first is Oprah Winfrey. Um, not only is she a media icon, but people forget that she did a voice for The Princess and the Frog. And she is playing uh, one of the three misses in uh, the upcoming Wrinkle in Time.
0: Yeah, I just watched that preview uh, yesterday or the day before. That looks amazing, yeah, I wanna, dude! I can't wait. She
1: plays. I think she plays Mrs. What's It, but I can't remember.
0: Yeah, no her her uh, the images of her were really cool looking. I can't wait to see that movie. Yeah, it looks really good. I love the book. Um, and then this one I'm
1: excited about: uh, Julie Taymor. Um, she doesn't get as much Disney recognition as you think because she's not involved in film and she's not involved in the the in the, uh, the theme parks. But what she is uh, known for is she directs a lot of their uh, their Broadway shows. And so she has done films, but she is the one that brought Lion King to the stage and a few others. Um, She won the uh, three – There was when Lion King came to the stage, I think it won 12 Tonys, and she won three of them for Director, Costume Designer, and Best Musical. Wow. Um, And not only that, but she is now bringing M. Butterfly on Broadway. So she does – she's very – uh, well rounded but uh, you know that's a huge media stream that Disney never tapped into and now it's it's, uh, it's uh, amazing because they have great stage shows all the time now
0: well just to, to <laughs> piggyback on what Skeen said in chat yeah uh, his Disney knowledge is extensive uh, and if you are following along in the show notes like I was only a fraction of what he actually said he wrote down so it's kind of unbelievable so that's why I have him on the show so you're welcome
1: you no, know, that's it has nothing to do with the fact that we're friends or anything. But
0: no, I don't, I don't um, really, I don't really like you. That's the only reason you're here, by the way.
1: Exactly. I mean, actually, I used to be a, a Disney cast member. For those of us who have been longtime listeners, then you know, um, know kind of like my history. But yeah, so I used to work for Disney. I've been a huge Disney fan. I'm actually going through withdrawals right now because I haven't been since October, and a whole bunch of my family is going to be at Disneyland tomorrow, and I won't be there.
0: Yeah, and I just came back from Disney, so that's probably not helping. you. I hate you. Sorry, buddy. Well, we're going to Comic-Con, so there's something. You'll get Disney, don't worry.
1: That's why I'm not going to Disneyland. So next year we're just going to have to be pressed for D23 and make it a two-week trip next year.
0: That's what we're doing. It's a lock. All right, so uh, give me a second while I set up the trailers, and then I'm going to run and grab a quick beverage. But um, yeah, chat, now's your time to chime in. If anything we've talked about was intriguing to you, uh, give me just a second while I set this up, because you can watch this trailer with us, which will be great. Awesome. All right, give me just a second. I'll be right back, and we'll watch this. No, sadly, I've not seen Spider-Man: Homecoming yet. It's it's frustrating. I don't think I'll be able to see it before before I leave town. But
1: um, yeah, I saw it, uh, uh opening night, and it was phenomenal. So good. Michael Keaton was really good as the Vulture. Tom Holland knocked it out of the park as Spider-Man. Um, there wasn't uh, there it wasn't overwhelming with Tony Stark, Stark, which was great. Um. I thought that it was basically going to be like Iron Man four, which it was not. Um, And it was phenomenally funny. And uh, (laughs) I will just say that, I mean, this isn't a spoiler at all, but in throughout the movie, because it's high school, right? And you always see like those health films, right? Uh, Let's just say that in the Marvel universe, they have now established that Captain America does high school films for things. (laughs) And they are hilarious.
0: Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I'm going to see it before we record, um, our next show after Comic Con. So hopefully it'll still be playing. Uh, yeah, I'm hoping I was going to try to see it tomorrow, but I don't know if, if there's any way I can do that, but I will do my darndest. Um, and then we'll talk about it for sure. Maybe we should have the birthday boy on to talk about it with us. huh?
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: <laughs> All right, cool. So let's, um, let's watch this. So speaking of D23 as a little setup to this, uh, this is a be- behind the scenes kind of, I guess, uh featurette they put together for SDC, uh, uh, whoops, for D23. And um, it is a little less than three minutes long, but it's pretty darn cool. So uh, Will hasn't seen it yet. I saw it once. Uh, so definitely chime in there, chat. Um, we're going to watch it real quick. So hopefully you can all hear it okay.
1: All right. Uh, I have four things I want to say about that.
0: I was think uh, my guess was five. So four is okay. Good. Let's start. Go ahead. Uh, the
1: first one, obviously, is
0: Carrie.
1: And I know. I just,
0: That's so hard to watch, dude. I was crying they, at the end when she says that family line. I'm like, oh, God.
1: <laughs> but the the one that got me is when
0: uh, uh, she's in the background and you
1: see um, Oscar Isaac kiss her on the cheek. Right. Um, the second one is, did you see Rey taking on three people with lightsabers?
0: Yeah, that was, I didn't notice it the first time. But yeah, there's at least two opponents, which I think is pretty uh, badass. And yes, um, Steve, you are late. Yes.
1: <laughs> and then the third part was, um, uh, oh, I've totally lost track of because you. Oh, damn it! I started talking,
0: huh?
1: Yeah, uh, uh, give me a second. Oh, if correct me if I'm wrong, but is this the first time we've actually seen Laura Dern in costume? She Wait, was near the, near the
0: beginning with purple hair. Oh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, totally. And Steve,
1: thanks for letting me know that your brother sucks, and uh, I won't take that personally at all.
0: No, I think you should. It's fine.
1: And then, of course, the last one is is having uh, Akbar come out and say it's a
0: wrap. I know that. I think I stopped it too early last time because I missed that. That was awesome. Yeah, it's a wrap was pretty funny. Uh, I can. I, I. just there's some certain moments, man, like when you see Ray running, um, and them talking about the story, like everybody talking about the story. Makes it sound like, wow, it's really out there, unexpected in some way, right? But good. Like, it's yeah, right, it's Mark right, Hamill but it's off, right? Yeah, exactly. And that's what we've been talking about for weeks, about Mark Hamill saying, like, I didn't think that's what you were going to do with, uh, you know, with the, what you call it, but here we are, you know, with the story, with my character, I guess I should say, right?
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: All right, cool. Anything else, uh, chat room, anyone else want to say anything about the behind-the-scenes Last Jedi featurette? before we switch to what we're going to watch one more quick thing which in which is it again?
1: Uh, it's about the the new luxury hotel at Disney World.
0: Oh right, so we're getting into park stuff. Cool. Oh, actually, we're not there yet. Let's uh Oh uh, no, do-
1: this this is the um the Galaxy's Edge video.
0: Uh where is that? I don't even see it.
1: Uh where's this first model of Star Wars line unveiled? Oh,
0: yeah, cool. All right, let's do that. There was also some have, Sorry, there was yeah, also some cool posters video. that came out. Um with the Last Jedi from D twenty three, which I thought was cool too. Um, the one I liked was uh, the Finn one. looked really cool. It was all red and stuff. That was badass. So,
1: yeah, I'll get uh, that poster. Those uh, all those posters and uh, all the pics from Nerdist of Galaxy's Edge uh, up on uh, Pinterest sometime today.
0: Okay, so we're essentially in our parks coverage. And just as a quick note before we start talking about this, um, you can still see the big cranes at Disneyland. I was just there a few days ago. Um, and you know, it's happening back there, but seeing these models and stuff was really cool. But first I want to just throw out there. I'm not, no spoilers, but I sent you a couple pictures, but the guardians of the galaxy ride is absolutely ridiculous. Um, I loved the, the twilight zone one, but the theming on this is hands down. They changed every single thing. There's not a, there's not like, Oh, you can tell like this used to be this. It's totally new and badass and amazing. Um, they changed even the way the predictability of the drops. It's like backwards. So instead of going from top to bottom, you're like basically starting with the bottom and then they float you a few times and you see, cool. and you see a bunch of scenes. Um, basically the story we've talked about already, you have to help, uh, you know, rocket, break out the guardians from, uh, from the collector's warehouse basically. And so you're like a tourist in there and you're also helping rocket, which is cool. Um, but you see them fighting things and it's just, it's, I don't want to spoil anything, but man, it's a cool ride. We we did it like, I think, uh, three times. It was really cool. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. So that's just, um, my parks news. Uh, Disneyland was great as it always is, but, uh, but yeah, so that was the major thing that was that I haven't done before, which was pretty cool. Oh, and soaring over, soaring over the world. I haven't done the new soaring yet, and we did that a few times too. That was really neat. Um, I yeah, like. I that, I, yeah, I thought I was going to be up. really attached to it, but it's the old one. But this one's better, way better.
1: Yeah, it had just happened. Uh, they just opened it uh, when I went there in October, so I got a chance to go on that.
0: Nice. I just I just really like um opening shots. Great with the you know the mountain and then going to the you know all these landmarks and stuff you really get a sense of scale it was a really cool ride um i really enjoyed it the kids the kids loved cool. it all oh, right sure. so that aside let's uh, take a look at this quick video here yeah that that model uh, looks really cool yeah no it yeah that model's insane so what i did was in uh on the right side of our feed i put up the picture i've had up in the beginning of the show Um, and that's one of the many pictures that Nerdist has on their site, which I have a link to in the show notes as well. Um, they've got 50 something different photos. This is, this one I think is, is really nice, but I mean, I just, I just cannot wait to see this happen. My, my only beef, obviously is, um, the cantina, uh, the alcohol issue, but that's just because I like having booze at the park, but you know, I'll get over it.
1: Yeah, which I I find it funny because um, they serve alcohol at California Adventure and they serve it at Club Twenty Three in Disneyland, but just I think it's like one of those things where they Walt never wanted alcohol in the park or something like that, so it's just it's frustrating. Well,
0: I, and and I, and I've heard the same thing, but my thing is is like okay, well then restricted just to that park. Or something, or that part of the park. You know what I mean? Like, you know, in in California Adventure, I mean, you can walk around with a beer all day wherever you go, right? So if they're going to serve at that cantina, maybe they keep it just in the cantina. You know, they don't have all the pop up stuff like they do in California Adventure. I think, I don't know. I think it'd be a cool way to get around kind of the uh, Walt issue. You know what I mean? Because I think that's really why they're not doing it. But going to a cantina in the Star Wars universe and getting, you know, blue milk, I'm like gross. You know what I mean? You're gross. Thank you.
1: All right. Um, no, but no, I agree. You just keep it inside the building, and it'll be fine.
0: Yep, indeed. All right, man. So, what else do we have here? We've got some uh, some other stuff from D twenty three, some merchandise things. Oh, that's what this is. Um, there's some film updates and some live blogs. I just put links to in here. Um, if you want all the nitty gritty with like Disney and Pixar. Um and stuff like that, and then Marvel and Star Wars, but what we'll do is when we get back, we'll kind of break that stuff apart, depending on what comes from San Diego.
1: Yeah, we'll be going in-depth on that stuff on the usual uh, round-up when we get back uh, after Comic-Con. Um, Yeah, so that's just what we'll be doing with that. The only thing we have left is uh, at D23, they also announced a new luxury hotel at Disney World that's going to be Star Wars themed, and so that's the next video we'll be watching.
0: Yeah, I just... I don't know. I'm freaking out. Here we go. One second. Boy, if you're like me and you give your money to Disney every year like I do, oh, this is just gonna take all my money. You ready?
1: Yep. All right. So what do you think?
0: I can't even tell you. I mean, okay, so wow. So you know what this reminds me of, sort of? It's it's almost like a family friendly Westworld. You know? Where Yeah. Where you go into a place, you're fully immersed you're at a hotel and you're at Walt Disney world. But when you're at the hotel, you're having a star Wars experience. And that is fracking. Awesome. I love every single thing about that. Um, I'm going to time my freak. I, mean, I don't care how much it is. Somebody just put in their skin. Yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's going to be ridiculous, but I was just telling the wife on the way back from Disneyland that I want to, in a few years, I want to take the girls to Disney world. So I might just time it when this happens and we just go ham and do that. Cause that's ridiculous.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I can't wait to check it out. Um, I do like how it's completely immersive. Um, It's funny. I was actually just at lunch with my brother who's in the chat room and uh, we were talking about this hotel and we're like, oh, it would be because I hadn't watched the video yet. And so I was like, oh, it'd be cool if like one floor was themed like Hoth and one floor was themed like Tatooine and everything. This is like so far beyond that.
0: Yeah. And the fact that like the cool thing about it, and I think that's the revolutionary part about it, is, you know. Certain hotels, they have different price points. And obviously, they're going to have price points in this one. But you're, most of the time, the price points have to do with the view that you have, right? But if it's if it's a view of something they're projecting, everybody has a view. And I think that's badass, right?
1: Yeah, second floor is the same as the 10th floor. It won't matter.
0: Exactly. Um, also, I like that um, – actually, I think Steve's right. It's going to be more than the grand. I've stated the grand before. Um, I took Kate uh before we had kids for our anniversary, and it's it's not it's not cheap. And actually, I've been there twice. Um, but you know, it, it is what it is. I mean, I'll pay four hundred bucks a night uh for a couple nights to to stay at this hotel for sure.
1: Yeah, I'm guessing it's gonna be like on par more with what the uh, the cruise is.
0: Yeah, or maybe I don't know what the price are of the Grand Floridian. It's probably going to be like a higher end uh, theme hotel. Like they have the moderate, they have the different levels over in and in, in uh, Disney yes, World. It so is. it's going to be probably at the high end. I'm guessing.
1: Oh, absolutely, and uh, and then some.
0: Yeah, but I mean that's what you get for a brand new thing. Um, I'm willing to check it out. I mean, I'll, I'll save my pennies for sure. Uh, but that yes, looks really uh, cool, man.
1: Steve Steve brings up a good point of there being maybe too many people to ruin the experience.
0: Yeah, maybe. Um, it just kinda depends. I I think if they did it right, if they did like every floor had kind of similar things. You know what I mean? Like so like well not to say there's a restaurant every floor, but they have like certain deals on every floor to where not everybody's going to the same thing. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, that makes sense.
0: But I don't know how they're doing it. I mean it's all concept art and stuff right now right? anyway, but um I'm gonna go. I'm with you, Steve. I'm there no matter what. So <laughs> Alright dude, so anything else for Star Wars or should we just move on with our lives?
1: Yeah, that's it. Uh, We we only have a couple bits of news for our usual roundup and we're not even going to be going into the different things. There's uh, three things we absolutely...
0: Are are you not going to let me play the bumper or what's that about?
1: Oh, I hate you so
0: much. (laughs) Just kidding. Let me play the bumper then we'll get into this. Yeah, let's go. I can't imagine any kind of future where I'm a hero. Well, you're not. In the future, none of you are heroes. Heroes. Your legends. Yes, we were flipping each other off in our cameras, so that's fun. Real quick, too, before we get into this, really what we're doing this week, guys, we're talking mostly about San Diego Comic-Con. We'll talk about a couple pop culture things, and then uh, mostly it's Comic-Con because we are leaving in two days. When you hear this, it'll be the next day. So here we are. Go ahead, buddy.
1: All right. Well, yesterday was a rough day for pop culture.
0: Um, we lost two icons. Um, unfortunately, in the uh,
1: the I believe it was the early morning, we lost George Romero, who brought uh, the Mad Max world and Night of the Living Dead world to uh, to our consciousness. And uh, yeah, it's just a big loss. Good, really good director.
0: Yeah, it's really sad. I mean, uh, like we've talked about it many times, we're getting to that point now, you know, and it's just it just bums me out. So I'm. Here we are. We have one more, right?
1: Yeah, and late last night uh, we lost Martin Landau at the age of 89. Um, he, uh, most people remember him. He won his Oscar for Best Supporting Actor in Ed Wood with Johnny Depp. Um, but he was in everything from Rounders with Matt Damon to oh gosh, so many things. And he's such a good actor. Um, I remember when I was a kid. He was on Twilight Zone uh, once and that, that was the first thing I remember seeing him in. Um, but you know, great actor.
0: Yeah, that's that. That one was really sad. I didn't know about it till right before we started recording, so I haven't even dealt with that one yet. But um, as Kevin Smith says, "Big bucket of win." These guys, I mean they they've obviously contributed to pop culture in a major way, and um, they'll be missed. So,
1: absolutely. And then the last one, I'll let you take.
0: Yeah, man. So this is a this is a huge one. Before we just start talking about San Diego, um, I couldn't let this one go before we left because there's so much around this franchise happening in San Diego this year, especially um, not to bury the lead too much, but uh doctor who uh, this last season just ended. Uh, we have the Christmas special happening. And we also know that Peter Capaldi is leaving the show, which we knew um, and he's leaving the show and they just announced uh, who the uh, new doctor is going to be. And there's been a lot of speculation. It should be a woman. It should be a woman. It should be a woman. Um turns out it's going to be a woman. <laughs> not only we're we leaving Steve, we're le- losing Steven Moffat as the sh- showrunner but the new showrunner um you said worked on Broadchurch well
1: yeah worked on Broadchurch with David Tennant um and uh um and this this other actress, which I'm drawing a blank on her name right now.
0: I got it. Um, it's Jodie Whittaker is going to be Jody the new Whittaker. Doctor, and she's going to be named the thirteenth Doctor, the first ever female Doctor in the fifty-year history of the show, which is mind blowing. The shows around fifty years, they're on the thirteenth Doctor, and here we are, the for the first time, getting um a woman uh, Doctor, and from what I understand, she she absolutely nailed the uh the audition. Um, obviously, uh. Dude worked with her on Broadchurch and, and that kind of thing. And I just think I'm, – I'm just really excited. So there's one quote I want to pull uh, from this article really quickly. Um, she says, It feels completely overwhelming as a feminist, as a woman, as an actor, as a human, as someone who has wanted to continually push themselves and challenge themselves and not be boxed in by what you're told you can and can't be. It feels incredible. Uh, I want to tell the fans not to be scared by my gender. Uh, because this is a really exciting time and Doctor Who represents everything that's exciting about change. The fans have lived through many changes and this is only a new, different one, not a fearful one. Um, I want to – and and it goes on to say – I think the showrunner talks about how long they were auditioning and all – and she just kept coming, coming up and that kind of thing. But the main thing I want to put out there is that the Doctor – this show Doctor Who um and the doctor himself is in a nutshell what it means to to deal with change right changing companions changing Absolutely. um changing uh, lifetime you know uh changing doctors uh dealing with humans dealing with change i mean and I know there's a lot of backlash out there because people are idiots um let's let's give it a chance. I had a hard time honestly with Peter Capaldi in the beginning because I was so attached to Matt Smith but before that I had a hard time with Matt Smith because I really liked David Tennant so the idea here is that let's deal and let's let's embrace what it is to be uh Doctor Who fans and that is about change I think she said it perfectly
1: uh absolutely and uh, you know you're not a doctor who fan you're a Whovian.
0: whovian um, excuse me thank you
1: and i actually zen asked a great question about will she be the last doctor no she won't they uh they originally the doctor had 12 regenerations but they retcon something with matt smith that when he uh sacrificed himself in a certain way it rebuilt uh, re, uh like reset the regeneration
0: yeah so he essentially they have more he has more or she yeah. now <laughs> has more so um i really i don't know if you watched the last season have you watched last season uh, no, I've watched about the first the first half of the first season of Peter Capaldi's
1: in, but it's also on my summer list for me to catch up on that.
0: Totally do that, and then let's talk about it at the end of the summer. I really uh, this last season was really good. I really liked uh, the bill the Bill character. Um, her real name just flew out of my head. Uh, the the black actress, the uh, lesbian, maybe we were talking about that uh, with the really curly hair. Uh, that storyline was really kind of dark. Um, but awesome at the same time. Um, so I'm really excited to see where that goes with the, uh, Christmas episode and, um, how they transition to this new doctor. He actually makes a comment too. Um, he, he makes a comment. Well, I don't want to spoil it. Uh, watch it and then we'll talk about it. But he does make a comment kind of alluding to the fact like, oh, have I ever been a woman or whatever kind of thing, you know? So that
1: That's cool. Uh, I do also, you know, uh, my brother who's in the, the chat, he and his wife just started watching Doctor Who, and they're partway through the uh, season with Christopher Eccleston, the ninth doctor.
0: So, you know, another- I love Eccleston, Whoian. dude. Yeah, I, yeah, honestly, Eccleston's one of my favorites.
1: Uh, I still have to say Tennant's my favorite.
0: Yeah, I'd say Tennant, uh, Eccleston, Smith, Capaldi. But Capaldi grew on me, man. Towards the end of this season, I really like him a lot. So, well, he's um, just
1: such a great actor.
0: And, and that's it. And I think he really embraced what it means to be the Doctor. And it was a lot of fun to watch him uh, these last what three years at least. So he's 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 a longer running one for sure. Yeah, absolutely. All right, man. So let's get to uh, San Diego Comic Con news. And I, by no stretch of imagination, am I going to run through every single one of these. But I break. I broke this. Broken, breaking. I broke this up into different sections as I've done the last couple of weeks. Um, the first section uh, I'm going to do announcements and offsites. Those of you that are planning to go, um, we talked about the top of the show. We're doing our Puck cantina this year at Mission Brewing Company uh, around five o'clock. We're going to do a roundtable podcast uh, around 530, 6 o'clock. Um, I've got more mics this year, um, more guests. Uh, hopefully Darren DePaul shows up. It's going to be great. We've got t-shirts. Um, we're going to have giveaways and raffles. So I wanted to get that out of the way for sure. Um, so if you're planning to come down, please check us out on Saturday night. Um, other than that, uh, let's just talk about offsites because what's important about offsites is that you don't have to have a badge for most of them. Uh, and Absolutely. so if you don't have a badge to the convention, you can do so much stuff, so much stuff.
1: Well, I've this is going to be my 5th year, your 6th year. And um I've only had passes in my name for 3 of the years.
0: And my brother didn't have badges, uh didn't have a pass when that year you didn't go. He came down and we just ran around, we did offsides, we did like a pub crawl. I mean, there's so much stuff to do, um geeky and not geeky, but the the town is bustling. Um uh, the gas lamp is a blast. Um so so you know, much fun. Don't let it – if you have a place to stay or you live in the area and you want to come hang out with us, it's cool. Do it. There's a ton to do. Um, So let's talk about some of the offsites and the recent announcements the last couple weeks. So we've got – the top of the news is that the contract has been extended to keep the convention in San Diego through 2021. And they also announced the dates for 2018 already, which is roughly the same time as it is this year. Um, So we already know what's happening because it was all kind of in flux before.
1: Yeah, the, 2018 was the, was supposed to be the last year because they'd only signed a two-year extension, and so now they've signed another three years, so that's cool.
0: Yep, and I just got a tweet saying free Wi-Fi is coming back to the convention center, so that's good. Okay, cool. Um, yeah,
1: last year last year they had Colonel Sanders all over the, uh, yeah. the gas
0: line. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty cool. All right, so uh, the Impractical Jokers, which have made appearances the last, what would you say, three years, I think? Three years?
1: Yeah, it's, it's so funny because they keep getting bigger because the first year we saw them, we saw them in an art show. I mean, an art gallery.
0: Yeah, it was like a little at, museum. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, then they were at Dick's Last Resort and now they're going to be at Petco.
0: Yeah, now it's a huge deal. It's a block party is what they're doing. Um, And this is the second year of the block party. Uh, We didn't go last year, but it's um, it's a whole deal at, at Petco Park. So definitely check it out. I think the guys are going to be down there. There's going to be a VR. Like, I don't know if you saw the episode where they walked across the tightrope for their 100th episode, um, but there's going to be a virtual reality yeah. version of that.
1: <laughs> I, I still remember because Mur says, I want my mommy.
0: I know. That's great. Yeah. So um, definitely check that out. Um, we'll, I, I want to go see it one way or another. Um, the Game of Thrones winter is here. Offsite is, is, is there. And that's going to be ridiculous. If you want to do this, just so you know, anything Game of Thrones offsite wise, show up at least two hours before you think you should show up. And you might get in within like seven hours. Like it's absurd how long that line is.
1: <laughs> yeah. The line last year literally went around the city block.
0: Yeah. It was around the entire block, which is crazy. It's in the same spot from what I understand, uh, crossing the Omni, I think. Um, yeah, it's been
1: the same spot for the last three years, I think.
0: Yeah. Uh, there's also the Nintendo Lounge over at, uh, I think it's back at the Marriott, if I'm not mistaken. Let me double check. Cool. Uh, and yeah, actually, I don't think you have it on this list here, but HBO is going to be doing a Westworld uh, uh, offsite. Yeah, I didn't put it on there for some reason because it wasn't confirmed where it was going to be yet. and so, But there is going to be a Westworld one as well. Um, yeah,
1: so just keep an ear out for it.
0: Yeah, okay, so the Nintendo Gaming Lounge is back at the Marriott Marquis, which it's been for the last five or six years, at least since I've been going. Um, So they have games. There's a bunch of stuff. Um, so definitely check that. If you want to break, that restaurant down there is pricey but unbelievably good. Uh Get some fish tacos, have a beverage, relax, and then go play some video games. It's a nice uh spot right next to the convention to kind of unwind, which is cool.
1: Yeah, there's an outdoor bar right by the pool. It's really nice.
0: Oh, we're going. Maybe Wednesday. Okay, here we go. Uh, Geek and Sundry and Nerdist are back, uh, but in a different way. So, Carnival is back. And I don't know if this bummed you out or if you've checked this out, but they're not doing it the same way they have done it. Um, in fact, it's not even in the same spot. Let me find out where it is. Um,
1: Yeah, the, well, the, when they first started doing Geek and Sundry, they were at um, the Below Bar, which was way up in the Gaslamp. Right. And then they went to – Jolton uh, Joe's. Jolton and Joes, and then mm-hmm. the last couple of years they've been at Petco Park uh, up on the concourse, and uh, they, they just have it kind of closed off, and they do panels and stuff, Um when they merged up with uh, Legendary Entertainment which meant with Nerdist, and uh, Amy Poehler's Smart Girls, and so now, well, what is it doing this year?
0: Okay, so they... On this post I have, this is from Geek and Sundry. Uh, they're listing all of their all of their panels now are in the convention center. They're not doing the off site things. Like last year we saw like Orphan Black and all kinds of stuff. We were sitting with Darren DePaul, having a good old time, just watching free outside panels, having a couple beverages. It was great, right? This year, right? there's no panels at the offsite event. Okay. Um, they are gonna still have an off site. And let me, I think they moved it. Hold on one sec. Oh, and they are talking about they're having their uh, League of Darkness party at Flux, which we might as well talk about. We have tickets to, which is really exciting. Um, and if you are an Alpha member, I don't know if it's too late to get the invite, but I joined Alpha kind of late. And there's a 30-day free trial for it. And it, I signed up for it like four days ago, and I just got an invite for the party. So um, it's probably not too late. Uh you know, and I think that's going to be a really cool thing. And that's uh, Thursday, Thursday night, Thursday night. Um,
1: Yeah. And actually really quick talking about free uh, content sites like Alpha, which for Geek and Sundry and stuff. Um, last year we went to the uh, Screen Junkies uh, offsite and I joined their Screen Junkies Plus for the year. Uh, they just announced in the last couple of weeks that they're actually, actually going to be
0: going to a free platform. Nice. Yeah. So starting in
1: August, it's going to be going free.
0: Awesome. Um, Okay. So it says Thursday and Friday and Saturday from 11 to 5, um, the Marina Terrace at the Marriott Marquis Marina uh, will not only be a place to catch up with Nerdist and Geek & Sundry, but there'll be a plethora of panels showcasing top Nerdist and Geek & Sundry shows and celebrities, including highly anticipated Nerdist panel in Hall H and the geek and sundry panel with Felicia Day, which I think is in room five AB or something like that. Um okay, and
1: wait a second. Does that mean they're taking over the pool area where the bar is?
0: I am not sure to be honest. And Marina Terrace, I'm not sure where that is on that in that yeah, hotel. This
1: kinda, yeah, this kind of sounds like what um, uh, what Nerdist did last, or not Nerdist? Uh, Comic Con HQ did uh, at the oh uh, with the
0: Bayfront. Yep.
1: Yeah, the they took over like in their
0: area. outside patio area and turned it into a stage and stuff, but yeah. they're not gonna have panels though. That's what I'm saying. Like the panels they're listing are all in the convention area, so we'll, well it might not
1: be panels, but it might have a like because the, there weren't really panels at the, the Comic Con HQ, it's just like yeah, things uh, coming up.
0: That's a good point. So this is still developing, obviously. So, uh, we'll kind of come back with more. Well, in fact, I'll tell you what, what we're gonna do, we'll do you one better. Uh, follow our Instagram because <laughs> I will be posting hella pictures of us doing things at on my on our Instagram and Facebook for sure. So
1: yeah, and not only that, but uh, we both will be having our own uh, Google Calendar set up. Um, so like, I know for me personally, I don't know if Marshall wants to share, but if you want to uh, follow along with what I'm doing the entire weekend, you can uh, go ahead and tweet uh, tweet me at I am Will Griggs, and I'll send you and I'll share you my uh, my Google Calendar with you so you can see where
0: I'm going. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun, dude. I'm, uh, we're still prepping, obviously, but, uh, but it is what it is. Um, I'm excited for Gig and Sundry. I know there's a signing. I know they're doing a guild, uh, tenure reunion as well, which I would love to try to go to, but I think it's the exact same time we're doing something else already. So that kind of bums me out. And I think they're doing a signing after that, but you know, but it's our event. So I'll be okay. (laughs) All right, man. So sci-fi, they're going to do a big deal for Battlestar Galactica. Um, they're going to do a dance party, kind of nerd HQ style. There's a bunch of stuff happening with them as well. Um, I think they're doing. They, Sci-fi always takes over that restaurant um, right across. Uh, what they were? They were the Expanse a couple years ago, I know, and some other stuff. So um, definitely keep an eye out for that. The, this post I put in the show notes should update all of that for sure. Sounds good. And let's see. Oh, the bags. Oh, let's put this up in the chat. People will appreciate this. Oh, let's get this a little more interactive. Hold on a second. So, the bags, the bags, the bags. Are you guys ready for this? Yeah,
1: there's always uh, there's always uh the- not themed bags, but uh
0: the swag bags that they give you uh are yes. are themed by the WB and they put out all I think there's 18 designs or something. Um, so they let me,
1: more every year.
0: Yeah. Let me grab a, uh, screen cap here so you guys can see it. These are freaking cool. And it's sadly, it's super random what you get. Like you can't be like, Oh, I want that. <laughs> you know, they basically yeah, yeah. are like, here's what you get, you know? Um, so check it out. So we've, I'm just going to go, I'm just going to scroll down here a little bit. So, uh, yeah, Gotham, freedom fighters. What else do we got here? Justice League and Lucifer, Riverdale and Supergirl, Supernatural, Teen Titans, Westworld, that's going to be a big one, and the 100, uh, Arrow, Big Bang, oh, I like the Big Bang, it's Lego, oh, that's badass. Uh, There's also um, Comic-Con, Black Lightning, Superhero Girls and Legends of Tomorrow, I really like that Legends of Tomorrow one for sure, and of course, The Flash. Awesome.
1: Awesome. yeah Yeah, the one I got last I got Supergirl last year
0: I'm looking I think I got a version of a version of that one on the right there last year um I'm looking at it right now no I got Arrow last year yeah I think this thing this image on the right is what's on the back of all of them and then there's the other image yeah so I have I had Arrow last year which was cool cool all right what's next dude uh you put this one in Oh, this just got announced. Uh there's a Blade Runner forty for uh forty twenty forty nine experience as an off site. Um I think they're gonna basically do like kind of like what they're doing with the I wanna say the gifted or in humans, one of the two. Um where they're doing like tests to see if you are a uh uh an alien or a human or an android or whatever. I think it's pretty Oh, they're
1: funny. doing one for Legion. Oh, is that it? Yeah.
0: Okay. So yeah, I'm um, really excited about uh, the Blade Runner experience there's so many other offsites um so uh outsidecomiccon.com is is a really good resource for sure if you want to just see what's going on um, like i said follow us around uh we we'll, you you can live vicariously through us we'll be posting stuff on social media all week for sure so
1: yeah absolutely um uh you know i'm actually going to try snapchatting a little bit this year so you can follow me on that um but definitely follow us on twitter and instagram and uh, pinterest and there'll be a whole bunch of pictures being posted
0: i was thinking the same thing dude i'm so like resistant to snapchat because all my students do snapchat and it's crazy but you know i've been dabbling a little bit so you know i don't know if we need another social media outlet but here we are Um, we'll see how it goes yeah exactly all right man so Guides, I have just uh four posts in the guide section here. I'm not going to run through them all. Um, but if you've never been, I know there's some people listening who have never been that are going. Um, there's a really cool video. It's about 30 minutes long, but they run through. Uh, it's a guide for the exhibit hall itself, which is really nice. Um, there's also tips for first time press. If you're pressed for the first time this year like us, um, this is a Tony Kim post, which is really good. He's been pressed for what? almost a decade now. Um,
1: Yeah. I said, I think this is his ninth year.
0: Yeah. So he's, he's definitely, it's a really good resource and there's some really good tips that I didn't even think about. So um, definitely check that out. Um, There's another post, uh, useful apps, including um, Cosmunity, which I'll talk about here in a couple of minutes, uh, which is also a really cool app. I think that's going to be more useful in San Diego um, or during an actual convention than it is when it's not, but you know, um, But we'll talk about that here in a minute. And there's another post in here that just came out today—a complete guide to San Diego Comic Con. This is from the SDCC unofficial blog, folks, which they put great guides together. So, um, we—I'm just trying to give you guys resources if you're going, cool. If you're not, fine. But know what it entails for maybe for if you plan on going next year or something. So,
1: yeah, absolutely. I'll be going through all these guides later today.
0: (laughs) No, they're good, and and we like I said, this is my sixth year, and I learned something every single time i read one of these or watch one of these it's super important um real quick just some panel highlights there's going to be a doctor who um big panel i think it's on sunday um, and that's in hall h it's a final farewell to peter capaldi also dirk gently i think is either before or after that which is pretty cool i love that show if you haven't watched it definitely check it out
1: uh dirk gently is actually going to be uh moderated by kevin smith
0: yeah, exactly. So I might try to do that Sunday. I don't, my my fight's not till later. I think all of this stuff happens on Sunday, but I need to double check. Um, also, as far as apps go, the major app is obviously the, the Comic-Con app, which has the panel. You can break it down by day, by time, all of that. And you can like stuff, share stuff to your favorites, and then share that with other people. So like, you can kind of coordinate with your group. So that's super important.
1: Yeah, and they just updated that a couple days ago. So it's all good to go for this year.
0: Indeed. Uh, also, Stan Lee uh, is going to be with Felicia Day, Adam, Sam- Adam Savage, and some other folks on a panel. Um, they're going to talk about some VR stuff. And um, I just would love to see Stan Lee and Felicia Day together. I think that'd be awesome. Um, and since Stan Lee's wife, who we didn't talk about, actually, we should have in our on our section, his wife passed away. And, um, yeah, unfortunately. yeah, we missed that earlier in the show, but that's fine. We can talk about it now. His wife passed away and they were friends obviously and partners for 60 years or something like that, which is unbelievable. You know, he's 94, almost 95 years old. Um, there was some concern whether he was going to show up or not, but he did just show up at D23. So I think it's a good chance that he will be there for San Diego Comic-Con. So
1: yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. Plus, uh, uh if you listen to the most recent episode of Hollywood Babylon, Uh, He also just put his uh, uh, handprints and name in Ground Shining Theater.
0: Nice. Yep. Good. Okay. So one or two quick things before we talk about what we're going to be doing during the con. Um, As far as helping new folks, as far as the schedule, the schedule is very overwhelming. Um, My best advice, and you see this on all these other posts, is pick one thing you want to do that day (laughs) and schedule your day around that. If you want to see an Archer panel at 4 o'clock be ready to line up by noon, that kind of thing, you know. Um but the SDCC uh blog uh STC cast is their blog their podcast side of it. Um they do a breaking down the schedule. They do it in two parts. They do Thursday, Friday and then Saturday, Sunday. Um I have the links in the show notes for those shows and then their latest episode was an interview with Orlando Jones. Who helped start this Cosmunity app, which um, is really a really cool app. So definitely check that out. Um, we actually are going to be interviewing the people who created the app. Um, I think on what Friday. Um, right. So we'll we'll have more about that after I check out the app a little bit more. But um, Orlando Jones helped start that. He used to be on Mad TV back in the day. Um, really cool guy that he's gonna be like marrying people, um, and stuff down there, renewing vows and stuff like that. So I, I just think what they're doing around that app is really cool just to help geeks find each other and be together and, and help, uh, coordinate these kind of things. So I think it's a pretty cool I- idea.
1: Yeah. I, I download the app and I definitely want to look more into it. Um, uh, speaking of Orlando Jones, uh, the two things I remember him most for is he was a spokesman for uh seven up for a long time. Yeah. That's when it right. Makes, make seven up yours.
0: No, I love that campaign. Um, that was great.
1: And then of course he played the, uh, the magazine salesman in office space.
0: Oh, that's right. He did. Huh?
1: All right. So we talked about uh, a lot of the other comic con stuff. Uh, what, uh, What are we doing for our plans, Marshall?
0: Well, that's the big one, dude. Um, We are – God, we have actually kind of a full plate, which I'm excited about. Um, So let's run through it. Wednesday, I'm going to be getting there, landing about 6 o'clock, I think. Um, And then we have a couple things going on. The first thing is uh, I, I talked about SDCC, Unofficial Blog. They're doing their party, which we did a few years ago. Um, and it's back to that format. They're not doing prizes, they're just doing their prize meal thing. Um, so like basically they put like a little picture on Twitter and like go find them and get a prize rather than like that first year we went, we got a drink and like there was that huge rush to try to get all their stuff. They get some really cool sponsors, so definitely check it out. but um, yeah. they're calling they're calling it To blog too Furious um, and it's <laughs> gu- <laughs> and it's gonna be, I believe, at uh, shoot, what was it called um, one second? The name just flew out of my head. It's like, it's that same place it has been, uh, at McFadden's. At McFadden's, yeah. Um, so that's gonna be at McFadden's on 5th Street. Um, and basically it's it's a meetup this year. They're actually just gonna be hanging out, relaxing instead of doing their whole enchantment of the SDCC thing where you have to pay money and all that other stuff, right? Um, so that's, right. so we might check that out, but regardless, we actually RSVP'd as um, a press site for uh, Tony Kim's event, which we did, was it last year? Uh, two years ago. Yeah, two years ago. And that was, it's called his game of bloggers meetup. And we're actually on the thing this year, which is pretty cool. And uh, there was a cool tweet out that a tweet that went out uh, with our names on it, which was I thought was pretty cool, too. Um, so that's more of a networking thing. And more of a let's meet other people doing things that you're doing. Um, and he's got some other uh, like I said, that press post uh, is really good to try to figure out how to communicate with people and you know, obviously a lot of people cover pop culture, so what is it about you that's different, which I think is important. So Absolutely. All right, so that's two things we're doing. On Thursday night, um, we'll be doing the Geek and Sundry party at Flux. Um, and that is after we do the Salvo Cano show, uh stand up show at like six thirty, right?
1: <laughs> right. Yeah, it's gonna be a busy day and the the geek and sundry party is always a lot of fun. Um because it has a lot of people from geek and sundry and nerdist and all that stuff there. I remember a couple of years ago uh, we actually ran into Jessica Chobot. So
0: yeah, that was a cool moment. Um We've met Felicia day a, a few times um, and the, and the cast from the guild a couple of times um, before they got huge, huge, huge kind of thing. And which was great. Um, But I love their parties. They, they know the fans are there for them. And it's not like one of those, like, you know, feel overwhelmed because they're, better than you kind of party you know it's like everybody hangs out and you're geeks and let's be geeks together you know
1: absolutely yeah it's it's a good time
0: and then on friday night we have uh hollywood babylon correct or my backwards
1: uh i think it's fat man and batman
0: Mm, yeah one of the two we have two kevin smith shows we're going to hollywood babylon and fat man on batman on friday night and saturday night i'm not sure which is which uh, at the moment, I have to check my email, but, uh, but yeah, I'm excited about that. And then of course we have our pucked cantina Saturday night, which we've talked about quite a few times in this show. So, um, we have a lot going yeah. on, man. And that's not to mention all the other things I have set up as far as, uh, we have a factory entertainment walkthrough, um, as press and some other stuff that we're doing and just meeting up with friends, <laughs> which we have a lot of coming through this year.
1: Uh we do. Uh it's it's gonna be a really good time, a really packed time, but uh it, it's it's Comic Con's always a lot of fun.
0: It is and it's exhausting, but it's worth it and I cannot wait to see all of our friends. I can't wait to uh see what these panels have in store. Um the offsites, I'm just uh if you could name one thing, this is impromptu before we get out here, what's one thing you're most excited about this year, dude? Besides our meetup, because obviously that's the top of our list.
1: Yeah, that's a really good question. Um Honestly, it's kinda like sneaky sneaky behind the scenes up for me, but uh I would I'd like to try to make it into the Westworld event.
0: I agree, actually. The the Westworld one would be really cool to do. Um I I think I'm I think I'm actually kind of just really excited to see um try to get into Hall H on Sunday, I think, and check out the Doctor Who one. Honestly. I think that's kind of oh, cool. kinda kinda what I'd like to do this year. Um I, I get into Hall H probably randomly every other year (laughs) uh that year where uh star wars came and i got to see kevin smith like fourth row (laughs) in hall h um you know that kind of thing so i didn't go last year but this year i'd like to get in for something maybe or um there's some stuff in indigo i'm excited about too but i'm really excited about the um the shows um and uh the meetups and the networking i think it's gonna be good for the show and i think it's gonna be fun so
1: yeah absolutely and of course it's always a highlight to go see kevin smith at hollywood babylon
0: oh absolutely i gotta work on my email i gotta figure out what i'm gonna write to him this year
1: <laughs> i i think i know what i'm gonna be writing so i'm uh I, I just need to put it to words
0: sounds good man anything else uh before we get out of here no i think that's it cool man so thanks for tuning in to the usual podcast uh if you have comments or questions you can find us at the at the usual podcast at gmail.com and we're on Facebook, Google Plus, Pinterest, Instagram, Twitch, and YouTube. I am at Darth Pops on Twitter. Will is at Amro Griggs. And of course, we're on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and Google Play, and all that. Like us and share us. Uh, please keep an eye out this week for, uh, hashtag Pucked 2017, uh, anything SCC 2017. Um, with us attached to it, we will be doing a lot of posting uh this week. You'll get more from me than you ever do throughout the, throughout the year because I probably had a couple of beverages and I like taking pictures when I have a couple of beverages. So here we are. Um Yeah, he does. If you want to support the show, uh patreon.com slash usual podcast, best way to do that. Thanks for everybody who does that. Um, our usual patrons. Uh you are more appreciated than you know. Um it helps us get to the next show. So that's great. Um, but yeah patreon.com slash usual podcast and audibletrial.com slash usual podcast get a free audiobook as you're traveling to your next convention and get it on us for free if you go through our link so anything else my friend no
1: that's pretty much it
0: cool let's get out of here then
1: yeah make sure uh, just make sure you have a fun like we'll, we, we, we will be at comic-con
0: oh we'll definitely be having a fun and we'll see you all uh next week with our puck to cantina show peace